Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Recloseted Radio. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to set your brand up for success next year. Before we dive in, I did want to say that we did an episode last year to set your brand up for success in 2021. And we had some really positive feedback from it, which is why we are bringing it back this year. And I specifically remember that at the beginning of last year's episode, I said that it was a really tough year for me personally, for a lot of our clients. And I also know that it was really tough last year for our community. And I'm kind of going to say the exact same thing this year too. It's been a really tough couple of years on a personal and a professional level. And I think that we all need to acknowledge that and just pat ourselves on the back for just continuing to still be in business despite all these different challenges that have popped up over the last couple of years. And, you know, I hope that it has also, though, taught you a lot of things and maybe has resulted in a lot of self-development and growth and maybe some blessings in disguise. With that being said, though, I'm now going to walk through how you can best wrap up 2021 and prepare for this next year, even amidst all this uncertainty and all this craziness going on right now in the world. I personally thought that 2021 was going to be a lot calmer, but it just seems like we had so many things still going on, like COVID is kind of still going on right now, and we're of course seeing more and more effects of climate change as well, which is so heartbreaking to see. So I really do think that change is inevitable, and we're going to be faced with challenges no matter what's going on in the world. So let's buckle up, let's talk about how you can wrap up this year and how you can best prepare for next year. Let's first talk about how you can really wrap up this year. And you can definitely take notes or pull out your notebook and do this along with the episode. Just pause this episode and do the exercises as I go through it. But the first thing I really want you to do is celebrate your wins. It was another crazy and tough year, but I'm sure even amidst all of that, you have done a lot and you have also accomplished a lot be they big or small wins. And I want you to make sure that you write them all down and you properly celebrate it because every single win in your business needs to be celebrated and needs to be given the attention that it deserves. So often as entrepreneurs, we will move on to the next thing and we won't really process or really be able to give ourselves that pat on the back. And it's really important to sit down and properly honor all of your accomplishments because that way, if there ever is a time when you're down in the dump, you can refer back to all the things you've already done and all the challenges you have already overcame And know that in the future, you will continue to be able to accomplish things and continue to be able to overcome any challenges that you face. 
The other thing too that's really good about this exercise is it really forces you to look up and assess where you're at and what you've done. Because so often, if you just continue to move on to the next thing, you really miss out on your growth and you really miss out on your journey. And you don't want to be in a situation where you look up a couple years down the line and you realize that you've never been really fully present in this entrepreneurial or this founder journey. And so I highly recommend you pause this episode, write down at least 12 wins, which is one win per month. And I know that you have at least done one win per month. And they don't have to be huge. They can just be small. But, you know, even one win would just be staying in business throughout this pandemic, right? Like that's a huge accomplishment. So pause this episode, write down your 12 wins, and then press play when you're ready to move on. The next thing or the next exercise I want you to go through is reflect on any improvements or anything you want to test out next year. Part of the journey of owning a business is having times when things don't work out according to your plan. And that usually happens more often than not because things will not pan out exactly like how you think they will. So it's really important to do postmortems and do analyses to really figure out what you want to do differently or what you may want to experiment with next year. So I want you to take some time to think about five areas where I wouldn't call them failures, but maybe five areas or five things that happened this year where things didn't pan out as you thought they would. And then think about three things that you want to try or experiment with next year. It's really important to learn from what happened and really gather our learnings and then make educated or more informed hypotheses or decisions about how to move forward. So I really want you to take the time now to sit down, do five things that you think could have gone better or maybe five learnings that you had, and then three things you want to experiment with next year. And then the last exercise I want you to go through is creating or editing your contingency plan. This last year, as well as the year before that, really proved the importance of having a contingency plan or a backup plan. I talked about this in last year's recap podcast episode as well, but the economy is cyclical and big crashes to the market happen right? Like it may not be a global pandemic next time around, but historically the economy does go up and down. If you think about the 2008 financial crisis or the 2001.com crash, so it's going to happen again and you just need to be prepared for it and you need to be able to weather the storm. So if last year you didn't listen to the episode or you just didn't create your contingency plan, I highly encourage you just to take half an hour just to write out or just jot down what you would do. In terms of what the contingency plan actually looks like, something that I always work through with our clients is figuring out what their minimum monthly costs are. So the minimum amount that they're spending every single month to keep the lights on in their business. And then we want to make sure that you have at least a few months worth of those costs saved up. In other words, we want to make sure that your business has runway or a rainy day fund And so that's kind of the bare minimum that you need to think about so that you can continue to run your business, even if there's some months that you don't make any revenue. And that's just a worst case scenario, but you always want to plan for the worst case and just be prepared. And the other thing too, is just to make note of what really works well in your business. So what have you noticed really drives sales or what have you noticed really drives new customers to your business? 
write down all those strategic things because sometimes when you're in the thick of something that's so catastrophic and so emotionally taxing, all of that logic and learning can go out the window. So it's really helpful to have it all in this centralized document. It doesn't need to be fancy. It can literally just be a Google Doc or like an Apple's Notes, whatever you need to do. But jot down some thoughts so at least you have some sort of a logical cushion or note for your future self when something like this happens again. If you already have a contingency plan or you created one based off our episode last year, then amazing job. I now want you to open up the document that you have from last year and just read through it and make sure that it all makes sense to you and you still really agree and resonate with everything you put down. Because let's face it, you really just ran your business through another year of the pandemic and there might have been learnings you had or there might have been changes in your business. So just make any changes or edits as needed. And that's it for recapping this year. If there's anything else you feel like you want to do, such as making notes of any really big things that happened, like a big retail deal, or if you did a certain campaign and it really worked well, like just jot any of that down just to make sure you feel like you've fully recapped and taken account of this entire year. In terms of planning for 2022, I want you to essentially do what you do every single year if that works for you and your annual planning. However, if you're in the market or in the mood for a different way to plan out next year and you're looking for some guidance, then I'm happy to share with you what we do at Recloseted and also what we make our clients do as well. Just because I know it works and it also really helps you laser focus on what's important and what is a priority for your business so that you don't get all overwhelmed and you don't get shiny object syndrome and you really focus on what will actually move the needle in your business. What we walk through with our clients and also what we walk through internally at Recloseted too is just this macro to micro process. And what I mean by that is every single year, we only set up two to three big objectives. The first objective is going to be financial. So you can set a revenue and or a profit target for the year. And then another objective will be a key indicator or a key number. So that could look like the number of customers you want to hit or maybe the amount of cities that you ship to. Whatever is that big goal for you next year that isn't necessarily financial because again, we're going to have already one objective that's financial, but another one that you're measuring. So for example, if that's confusing at all, at Recloseted, we measure the amount of completed clients we have. And the reason why we measure our completed clients is because yes, we want to sign up new clients, but that's not really our main objective. Our main objective is to write the harmful fashion industry. And so when we work with a client and we help them achieve their goals and we are able to really help them move the needle in their business and they can have a bigger and better impact on the fashion industry, that's really what's important to us. So that's why we measure completed clients. And I would really urge you to think carefully about what really matters in your business and what will help you not only drive more revenue or more profits, but also draw that triple bottom line for you or that social impact that is probably quite important to you as well. And then if you have another key big project next year, you can also have a third objective. 
but more often than not, just those two objectives should keep you quite busy for the entire year because they're both quite high level, right? Like your financial goal, there's all these different little things that you're likely going to be doing to accomplish it. And same thing with your key number goal as well. But for example, last year we redid our website and that was kind of a semi-annual objective, if you will. So we put that down. But if you have like another really big project that you want to put down, then you can do that for your third objective. So that's really what I mean by the macro. And then as we get more micro, what you're going to be doing is for every single quarter of the year, you're going to have a couple or maybe even one big project to then ladder back up to accomplish your two to three objectives. What I mean by that is, for example, in Q1, if you're going to be launching your new collection, then that will be a really big undertaking and a really big project for you. So I would not layer on a bunch of other stuff like, I don't know, doing your website again or trying to expand into different markets or trying to bring on new retailers. Like, That's probably too much in a three-month time span, and you really want to make sure that your collection launch does really well so that it can ladder back up to your financial goal and you can actually reach all your sales targets. What I recommend you do if you're going to follow this system is to plan out your two to three objectives for the year and then really pick your two to three, but in most cases, it's going to be two big quarterly projects that will ladder back up to the goal And then every single month, every single week, and every single day, then we work with our clients and also work with ourselves at Recloseted to figure out exactly what we should be doing so that we can actually achieve our two to three objectives. We go from the macro, which is the annual objectives, all the way down to the quarterly projects, all the way down to the monthly tasks, to the weekly and daily tasks, so that we fully go through the macro all the way down to the micro. And then when we zoom out and then zoom in like that, we know that every single day, every single week, every single month, and every single quarter, we are working on things that will actually get us to our goals and will actually move the needle in our business. I don't want you to be running around with your head cut off because you are doing so many things and you're overwhelmed. Instead, I really want you to laser focus on things that are actually important in your business and really ensure that you are able to accomplish things that will really take you to achieving your financial goal and your really key number goal as well. To keep track of everything, we use a project management tool called ClickUp. And I have talked about ClickUp on Recalcited Radio multiple times before. And I get all of our clients to use it because it is a really great way to keep track of everything. So I will have a link down below You can sign up for free and get started to implement and put everything in there. But if you also just for now just want to write everything down so that you have a starting point, you can by all means do that as well. And that's what I think you should do to fully recap 2021 and then also best prepare yourself for this next year. If you have any questions or you need any additional support, do not hesitate to reach out. You can send us a DM at Recloseted or send us an email to hey at Recloseted.com. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories and tag us at Recloseted. 
Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded. And it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 Stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.